0: The Misguided Astrology Podcast, the podcast dedicated to misguiding you. I'm your host, Katie, and this is your weekly horoscope for this week, April 25th through May 1st, 2022. (laughs) Welcome back to the podcast where I do not know you, but it might seem like I do because I am sharing musings that are based upon the sun and the moon and the planets and shit. Every week I do a little sky spying and then report back so that you can know what the fuck is going on around here. The astrology is sound, but my guidance may not be. Your call, up to you, okay? Quick housekeeping. Special thanks to Reba and Micah. Thank you! Thank you, beautiful, gorgeous persons, for the reviews, for the shout-outs, and reminder that you, dear listener, can review too, and if you do, I will send you a 24-page in-depth birth chart report so please review misguided astrology on whatever app you stream your pods from or tag us in a post on socials and when you do let me know so that i know where to send you your report just simply email your birth deets birth date time and location yes to misguidedastrology at gmail.com Finally, please check out MotherPod Misguided Astrology for episodes where we answer listeners' burning questions by reading their birth charts. We are always taking new submissions, so if you're not afraid of receiving a little misguidance, then please write in and do be sure to include your birth details and a question that is unique to you that you are hoping the sky can help answer. And without further ado, let me hurry up and shut up so that I can keep talking because this is your weekly horoscope. Monday. You better hide your kids, hide your wives, and hide your husbands because Mercury's shadow period begins today. <laughs> It is now in vogue to throw personal accountability to the wind as Mercury approaches retrograde. Are things going wrong? It's not your fault, sweetie. Blame it on the sky. Mercury retrogrades are said to disrupt communications, electronics, transportation, paperwork. So you can blame all of the most disruptive of disruptions on this astrological shitstorm. Is autocorrect sabotaging your every turn? Mercury. Hey, can't wait to meet for lunch. Just finished masturbating. Gonna shower real quick and head that way. Shit, not masturbating, menstruating. Fuck, not menstruating, meditating. Oh, oh my god. Fucking forget it. Wednesday. Today is a day of cosmic communications. Truly. First matter of business is Mercury's sextile to Jupiter, a transit that is here for good news and good news only, damn it. Not strictly, not really, but it is generally about favorable communiques. It's definitely a transit about expansive thought and mental expeditions. Just doing a little cerebral off-roading. And this next transit certainly isn't doing anything to help keep this vehicle that is your mind on the road today. It is taking this little off-roading excursion and turning it into a full-blown safari. It is the Venus-Neptune conjunction. A transit about love and trust and feeling safe enough to let all your walls come down. This is infatuation weather. Are we in love? Are we in lust? Is it divine intervention? Is it meant to be? True love is real and it is now. And I need all of it. We are punch-drunk intoxicated, either literally or metaphorically, because Neptune transits are also pretty good for getting a little saucy, and if there was a day to let your mind whisk you away to a fantastical isle of your own imagination, this is it. So, are we at all grounded in reality? Barely. Mercury is in Earthy Taurus by a hair, so these visions are coming from something real, but we may be caught up in the potential of it all, and more so than what is truly tangible. Today, it will be easy to take one small, cute, and innocuous thing and let your imagination run fully away with it. But as your chaotic, mutable aunt with a Neptune aspect to her ascendant, I say let it. I am here to remind you that being realistic is boring, and you're too hot to be boring. Build yourself a fantasy-themed playlist, put on your noise-canceling headphones, and drift away into a world of your own creation. Dishes and email and red flags be damned. But girl... Can we just, girl, before we go, no matter how conjunct Venus is with Neptune, you cannot fix him. Enough is enough. Thursday. Employ your powers of persuasion today as Mercury sextiles Pluto, a transit of powerful mental process. It's a good day to use your words to sway superiors and gatekeepers and friends and foes alike. And of course, no means no, but will the answer always be no? Like, if you keep asking, then statistically, surely, something's gotta give, right? I implore you to reconsider. (laughs) Hmm, okay. Huh. Well, that was easy. Friday. Mercury feels good to be home today as the mischievous planet of communications enters domicile sign of Gemini. This would be cuter if Mercury wasn't in the mood to redecorate in the dark with the impending retrograde, but... That's a whole mess for later. This weekend has more pressing astrology to attend to, so let's let's just um, take a little trip over to... Saturday. Saturday. All right. Are you guys ready for your headliner this week? (laughs) Are you sure? Are you very sure? Super sure? Yes! Get over that! Okay. Well, today and the days surrounding it, it may be turbulent with the happening, that is, the new moon partial solar eclipse in... Taurus. Yeah, I mean, be a little scared, but not too scared. Eclipses are chaotic. They represent major changes that lead to new landscapes. You may suddenly find yourself playing at a new game, adopting a new side hustle or main hustle, or it may seem that your priorities are shifting as something new suddenly comes into focus. This will be especially true for the fixed signs, so people with major placements in Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, or Aquarius do take pity on these poor souls, Um, but not too much pity because as I was hinting at but moments ago, this new moon eclipse is actually quite cute and optimistic and kind of sexy. Sexy. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Something kind of romantic about this eclipse new moon with a passionate Martian, sextile, sultry, exalted transit ruler Venus making this a pleasurably minded lunation. We are moving towards things that feel good because we like them and we like them because they feel good and they feel good because we like them. And is that enough? Isn't that enough for you? It's kind of romantic, with these favorable Mars and Venus aspects, falling in love with people and places and things and everything everywhere all the time all at once. The romanticizing of life and romance is always at least a little fantastical, right? And so I do think the imagination will be fully piqued by all that suddenly seems possible. And... The cutest component of this whole day is the Venus-Jupiter conjunction that is happening just after the new moon. It's a face-to-face encounter of the two benefic planets that is just simply... Ah, good, good juju bullshit, a transit about favorable happenings and romance money and travel and belief systems. And, yeah, I don't know. It's changed, but it's hopeful. It's inspiring. So let us just have a little look in your Taurus house to see where things are getting shaken up. Aquarius, Taurus is your fourth house. So this lunation marks big change involving your house of home and family to refresh you this whole eclipse cycle is about you experiencing increase or more of this 4th house while you may notice a simultaneous decrease or less emphasis on 10th house and that's the house of career life path your reputation uh, the attention you receive from the outside world it's a shift away from accomplishments and towards your roots or towards understanding where you came from it's a bit more retrospective or it can be. It might also be to do with the laying of new roots somewhere. Maybe you're starting somewhere new and building a new home, and that might be what this expansion of the fourth house looks like for some of you. So this eclipse is one of several high point moments in the 18-month cycle that is the emptying of the 10th house and the filling of the 4th house, and its particular emphasis is on filling the 4th house, this eclipse, so it looks largely optimistic, though it may be a bit uncomfortable or shocking or surprising, it might get a little crazy, but the Venus-Jupiter conjunction, which is cute shit, is happening in your Pisces' 2nd house, of personal finances and things and stuff and your skills and talents so that's some really cute news and looks to be very good luck in that area of your chart the ch- the area of money and who doesn't fucking love that sexy sunday hello tasteful obsession when venus is sextile to pluto just keep a little lock of their hair they won't care <laughs> Alrighty, that is all for this week. Thank you for listening to the Misguided Astrology Podcast. I will see you next Monday.